0: This is the Argyle Podcast.
1: The official podcast of Plymouth Argyle Football Club.
2: Hello, this is the Argyle Podcast. I am Charlie Price. Despite what my voice sounds like, this is actually me. Just got a bit of a tickly throat currently at the moment. But the warm weather is making life just that little bit better, despite. The sore throat. Anyway, less about me. On to the podcast, shall we? For this week's podcast, we're going to look back on our first home pre-season game ahead of the 2022-23 Sky Bet League One season. We welcomed Championship side Swansea City to the Theatre of Greens. Obviously, your first chance for the Argyle supporters to see the new look seats, the new look kit, the new look team. Coming up, we'll be hearing from the manager on his thoughts on the performance. We'll hear from Dan Scar as well on his defensive workout against Championship opposition, and we'll also talk to Chris Ralph, uh, head of venue here at Home Park, about getting the pitch up to speed despite Tractor Gate happening a couple of weeks ago, of course. But let's just remind ourselves what happened in the game.
3: The Algarve
2: Park. Yes, hello. Welcome back to Home Park and what a, a perfect setting it is as well. 73 days since that final game of the season against MK Dons, which I'm sure we have all forgotten about, is Norton. Plays the ball infield, comes out to Sorinola again. Fulton chip ball, looking for a Not cleared at the first time of asking. Pirro then volleys it towards goal and scores and it's a brilliant finish from him as well, took it on the chest, strikes it past Burton, Swansea lead. Paul's under pressure, skips away from Congreve and then plays it back to Burton, his pass out of the back doesn't quite find Jeff but he battles away for it and Ryan Hardy could be in here for Argyle, he's got the pace to get away from the defence, on his left foot, Hardy dinks it over the keeper and scores, and there is that equaliser, Jack got to Hardy, and it's a beautiful finish from the Argyle striker. We just felt, Katie, didn't you, when he got away from that defender that he was always odds-on to get a shot on goal, and how about that post finish
0: That's what he'll give you, like I said, he's kind of fed off scraps in the second half, but one opportunity and he takes it, it's a good finish.
2: It's becoming his trademark, that ship. He scores quite a few of them, and it's also great for a striker to get the goals flowing in pre-season get that confidence going he's got 3-3 three three now in the pre-season matches well actually he hasn't, he's got 4 in Spain so he's got 6-3 Yeah, not
0: a bad return for the first couple of games
2: there's the full time
0: whistle
2: a 1-1 draw ends the third game of pre-season for Plymouth Argyle and for Swansea City a Ryan Hardy equaliser late in the, in the game after Joel Pirro had given Swansea the lead early in the first half. Just under 4,000 supporters watching on in this game and Katie Middleton, you were one of them. What did you think of the game?
0: I think it's definitely a positive um, game and there's lots of positives that that she will take out of it. I think obviously great to see the youngsters get run out um, in front of a a decent crowd um, and... Overall, Argyle did well, like you say, to, to stick in the game and um, minimise the chances that Swansea had in the second half, particularly, um, and got what they deserved at the end by uh, nicking that equaliser. You
2: said he'd be pleased. What what areas in particular do you think that he'll he'll take from this game going forward?
0: I think that um, I said that transition period between kind of that in and out of possession uh, I think particularly in the second half they did that quite well on losing possession they got themselves back into shape nicely they were difficult to break down um, but then at the same time on that counter attack we looked dangerous and um, you know, particularly in the first half I think Ennis looked good running in behind um, obviously um, Mikel Miller really positive in the first half um, Azars looked dangerous in the second half when he came on so uh, lots of positive lots of good individual performances and I think a solid team performance as well Yeah nice end to the match and we saw as well apart from Callum Burton a full change of squad there by the time we finished the second half Ian what did you make of the game as a whole?
3: Yeah I think Stephen Schumacher will be really pleased you know um, it's a really strong side that Swansea brought here and, and put out and kept on the pitch for you know the vast majority of that game so you know first of all to limit their chances Really, only to the Piero goal in the first half, and, and maybe a couple of other shots. Um, mm. And actually, Argyle can be can be pleased with what they created in the second half. We obviously saw uh, plenty of changes, Finnis coming on, and, and you know a real bright spot in that in those in that second half, um, and a trademark Ryan Hardy finish yeah. um, for the goal, which was a pleasing a pleasing run out really.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned as well when we were watching it, nice to see the academy players as well getting a chance to get on the pitch and and play against a side like Swansea too. That must be nice for them.
3: Yeah, it's brilliant. I mean, although there's not much on this game, you know, for them, it's a really important part of their development. First of all, to be involved in a first team match at this level, but second of all, on a, on a nice occasion, you know, it's, a, it's a, a great night for football. Maybe a little bit too warm, but you know, <laughs> look at the, the fans in the stadium and it, it just gets them used to that, those slightly bigger occasions. Yeah. And as I said, getting them used to that will be key if some of them are going to progress into the first team.
2: So goals bookending uh, our first home pre-season fixture of the summer. Joel Piro's opening the scoring for Swansea before Ryan Hardy with a Ryan Hardy finish. Let's just put it that way. The beautiful chip over the top of the keeper gave us a one-all draw. It was a great test for the Argyle side with eight academy graduates on the pitch at the end of the game as well, which was superb to see, including 16-year-old Caleb Roberts. After the game, I spoke to the manager, Stephen Schumacher.
4: Real tough test, as we knew it was going to be. They, um, they're one of the best teams in the championship in possession of the ball, and they showed it tonight at times. They've got real quality. They don't turn the ball over too many times, but felt that we were organised, we looked okay and then when we did force them into errors we just sort of didn't make the, the first or make the most of their opportunity when they made their errors but second half we stuck at it and we, we had a nice little turnover, good transition and, and Ryan Hardy goes and slots one away so good night over arm we got tested which which we wanted and, and yet really pleased. That is a, such a Ryan Hardy finish that as well isn't it? It is yeah and we said, look there's nobody else in our team that could score that type of goal where he's running from the halfway line and he, and he goes away from the defenders it's It's what he's got why he's such a good player for us, why he's such a threat so it was brilliant good, good little turnover fantastic ball through as well from Luke jepcott a bit of quality sort of what we missed in the first half on them opportunities when we did win the ball we didn't didn't make the, you know, the right pass or whatever and, but thankfully we did at the end and come away with a draw
2: yeah you, you alluded to it earlier on, and we spoke about it yesterday about. You know Swansea being that, that, that next stage of opposition, great on the ball decent in possession they obviously had a fast start, saw a lot of the ball were you, were you pleased with what you did see though from that defensive shape?
4: Yeah, I thought the defensive shape was good, everybody was organised it wasn't perfect, we didn't get all the press and the triggers right, we probably could have got a little bit more pressure on the ball from midfield so when they do try and play through the middle of year, we'd have to be aggressive on it and nick it and really be brave to go and commit to, to winning it back but I say it's the first time against a, I'd say a live opposition who had, who've had a bit of the ball against us. So you know it wasn't going to be perfect. Plenty of stuff to work on. But overall pleased they didn't have that many shots on the goal. Everything from long distance. Their goal was from a mistake really, a poor clearance from us. But that happens. It's rustiness in pre-season. And but yeah, overall thought thought we defended quite well.
2: It ramps it up. We're a couple of weeks out from the start of the season as well. It's just about progressing, I presume, from now until then.
4: Yeah, definitely. Um, we get another tough test on, on Saturday against Championship opposition, which which again will be you know, a good marker of where we're at. So how do we recover from this game? You know, they've physically took a lot out of them. Most of the players played 60 minutes. Can they go again now on Saturday, which we're going to have to do in the league season? So big test for us Saturday, and then we go to Yeovil and Torquay, which won't, won't be easy either. So yeah, it's, it's, it's all moving along nicely in the direction that we wanted to go. And I think we're in half decent shape.
2: Just a quickie on on team news. Obviously, Mike Cooper wasn't involved at all today. Can you assure fans why?
4: Uh, I just so I got a phone call from from Darren Betchett and said something had happened to Michael. Um, uh, a personal thing. So I, I, I picked the phone up to him and, and he was upset. So we just decided, look, Mike, I have the night off and uh, we'll see it on Thursday. Um, you no, know, I, I don't really want to go into too many details, but he wasn't in the right frame of mind to play today. So. Um, yeah, Callum played the full 90 minutes, which is good. We were hoping that one of them would get 90 minutes and we would want to get a, a 90 minutes in another game. So it's flipped around and, and obviously uh, Michael will be back for Saturday.
2: Just just finally, um, I want to pay testament to the ground staff here. I mean, we, we all know what happened when they were going through the preparations and everything, but the pitch looked great. And how gr- good is it
4: to be back at Home Park as well? It's brilliant. Um, the pitch looked great. It's, it's not quite at the, the height of the grass. That we need it a bit longer and um, Ralphie says it's got too much grass on it technical i'm not sure but it's we need we need it a bit shorter but it'll get there it needs a bit more time to bed in but the work that they've done is is brilliant spoke to the the new players before the game and said look go and enjoy your your first experience of playing in front of the green army at home park and enjoy the pitch so thought all the new lads were great. Mikel Miller, fantastic. Some real good glimpses of quality. Matt Butcher, again, put in a great shift for us. Does really well getting to know that role. And, and Finna when he came on, showed you know, glimpses of why we were so keen to bring him in. He's a top-quality player, so yeah, I'm sure they've all enjoyed it. So a happy gaffer there, uh, surely
2: very pleased with what he saw and what he managed to get out of the game. And he, he kept mentioning defensive shape and defensive workout against the top side in Swansea, of course. Well, let's hear from a defender's point of view what it was like. Here's Dan Scar.
1: It's good. Um, it's good to test the lads and the team and stuff, and test yourselves against like good championship players. They've got a. They've got a good rotation. They've got a lot of players that sort of. Know what they're doing and that, so you have to you have to up your game a little bit. And you have to talk it across, and they're probably better than what we're going to come up against this season. So to do well against that and limit them to, um, to not not too many chances, I thought I thought we did well. I Thought the lads did good yeah.
2: Yeah, and, and I suppose different from what we've seen in the games we've we have done in yeah. terms of you know we've seen a lot of a lot of the ball in that, and today yeah. was was the opposite, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, we knew that going into it. They, these are the games that you you look forward to in pre-season because. You want to see how you square up against like a team like that that's going to keep the ball predominantly. We we have a lot of the ball in in the, in the league and stuff, um, so it's good to come up against say the top teams in the league where you're not maybe going to have as much as the ball, and it's all about your shape and being disciplined and just just being resolute really. Yeah. How did you feel you did? All right, yeah. I thought we did. I thought we did well. They had a couple of long long range shots. Um, they've got quality players, and I thought we limited them to not to to those sort of chances. So, I thought the lads did well. I Thought the shape was good. Um, everyone talked and sort of sort of like dug in. So, no, I thought we did well.
2: Obviously, a couple <coughs> of weeks into pre-season, we were away last week. A, a great week yeah. over in Spain. How do you kind of feel everything is, and how and everybody, I suppose, yeah. a couple of weeks out from the start
1: of the season? I think I think everyone's good. Like. It's probably one of the tougher pre-seasons I've had, but everyone seems to be doing well. Everyone looks fit and strong. Everyone like digs each other out in their running, but in in good ways and like drags each other along and that. So I think this sort of pre-season we've looked we've looked a lot fitter as a group really, and um, I think then you can't afford to fall behind and stuff. And I think that's what that's what drives you for a good start to the season. So hopefully we can just keep working hard. Obviously, the games are coming now, so we can sort of look at the tactical stuff a little bit more. And like a lot of the hard work is in hard running yards is, is done, but everything's like short, sharper, and just tuning your minds now.
2: Yeah, I suppose this part of pre season we've got a game on Saturday <coughs> having played tonight, we've then got a game on Tuesday, yeah. then another one on Saturday. Yeah. You start to get in the rhythm of what a season might be like, don't you?
1: Yeah, definitely. You want to like, you want to sort of pick up this sort of rhythm. And as soon as you can get into those games and Saturday, Tuesdays and stuff, and Get the tiredness out of your legs and get into a routine of, of doing that sort of um, schedule. The better, really. So it starts you in starts you in good stead. Just a, a final
2: one. How good was it to be back here at oh, home yeah. park again?
1: Yeah, very good. It was nice to walk out with the fans. That obviously we haven't had that feeling for a, for a while with the off season and stuff and pre-season games. So to walk out and it, it wasn't. It was like a good good turnout, but obviously compared to when it's packed and stuff you still gave me goosebumps walking out to, tonight and I, I was yeah, I can't wait for that first game of the season at home I'm really looking forward to it Yeah, two weeks time I reckon <coughs> this place yeah. is sold out Yeah, definitely hope so anyway, yeah
0: This is the Argyle Podcast
2: One man who got a lot of um, praise Well, not just one man the whole team, I suppose is the ground staff here at Home Park uh, We all know about Tractor Gate. Aaron brought it up on Argyle TV uh, at the end of yesterday's game And uh, well we all saw it basically didn't we So I'm sat here with Chris Ralph Head of venue here You can probably hear some drilling going on in the background as well Because we are in the Mayflower stand The the work really The next stage of work for the Big screen erection Is going up right now uh, So if you do hear those drills That's because that is being put into place But Ralphie Um Last time we spoke on the podcast, you revealed you had an all-weather pitch garden, you had no grass at home, but boy, can you grow grass here.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a little bit different down there, so happy with where we are now compared to four weeks ago, where we were probably thinking it was touch and go for yesterday's game.
2: yeah Uh, take us back to that moment to that moment when you found out because we have spoken to you and written stuff up but we haven't heard it straight from your mouth what how did
5: you find out what um, and then what were you feeling so um so it was the sun sunday about i don't know six o'clock something like that martin was coming into water uh we were growing in the training pitches and obviously this one as well so he was coming in and uh, as he's drove in he's seen an exit gate open oh. so knew something was up and uh, as he's walked in parked up walked in straight away he's seen a tractor in the middle of the pitch trailer down the far end rut and mess everywhere and uh, when he when there's something up he'll normally text me saying can I ring and so uh, at six o'clock or whatever it was I've got a can I ring come through six in the morning yeah 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 six in the morning um and so I'm thinking here we go (laughs) so yeah give him a call and then he explained what the deal was and I drove in and um yeah we to be fair to the people we use the companies and and um everyone like that that we use for the pitch I spoke to them all at about 7 o'clock Sunday morning, uh, Inscapes and Rigby Taylor, and they were both, well, Inscapes in the yard on Sunday lunchtime, loading up the lorries, um, and Rigby Taylor planned to come down on uh, the Monday and put a plan together and hopefully get to where we were yesterday
2: yeah which is a great spot and you're smiling and laughing about it now but I can imagine at the time that probably wasn't on your
5: face exactly that as we spoke about before like I've never had to deal with this before Inscapes haven't had to deal with it before Um, Marcus at Ruby Taylor had not had to deal with it before speaking to a couple other groundsmen that I know well not had to deal with it before so kind of scratching our heads trying to come up with the best solution Um, and luckily at the moment it's paid off okay yeah
2: well more than okay I'd say looking looking out across the pitch now and the same yesterday I mean the manager was talking about it before kick off just saying how amazing it looked it kind of felt like football again obviously with the lines going on yeah. but considering what had gone on I mean is it is it pretty much bang on what you would have wanted or, or where
5: whereabouts are so we've definitely got a bit more grass out there than I thought we would um, due to a lot of seed going down and us not knowing exactly what would survive from the original seeding and what wouldn't so um, yeah we've, we've say like double the amount per square meter than what we would normally go um, and lucky in a way that a lot of the original seed maybe 50% survived um, and that's given us the platform that we are now to to work from but we could have been in a much different situation Um, four weeks to turn it around and have what we had is um, a lot shorter than we would normally have obviously Uh, we're not a hybrid so we don't have any sort of artificial grass in the surface to reinforce it we're a fibre sand so we've got root zone reinforcement Um, but for that to sort of take effect you need rooting and a root establishment in, in that root zone and then it starts to anchor um, but yeah it played pretty well last night uh, no big divots nothing like that that we were worried about um, had a little bit of printing but speaking to some of the players on that they were fine said nothing didn't feel any adverse sort of effects from it so yeah all good no, I suppose that is the that's the, that's the main thing the yeah. players are happy
2: yeah. with how it played then, you know, that, that is the main thing, isn't yeah,
5: it? Really. We're a little bit longer um, than what we would like to be for uh, what Chewie wants to do uh, and the way we want to play. Uh, so probably a little bit slower out there for them, but he fully understood where we were and what, why we were like that. So for Barnsley, because of the way the pitch played last night, we're quite happy to start bringing it down and we'll get to our sort of match height and uh, hopefully have our usual sort of pitch conditions that they're used to yeah
2: um, you said you have yeah, four weeks to kind of redo the pitch not an ideal situation um, but this is a chance to puff your team up How how well have have yeah. they done what what would you say to to the to the likes of Martin you've already yeah. mentioned to fozzy to have, to trevor yeah,
5: no like that's that. it all all five of them and and the you know the club in general, everything I've asked for we've um been backed and done what we needed to do, and that's why we're here they've all worked long hours and everything just just simple things when we're Cutting it can take a long time um, Whatever else it might be uh, Just whatever we've needed to do Everyone's done it And uh, yeah, testament to the club Probably mm, That mm. we got to where we did last night And it played the way it did Definitely Right, it's we've
2: had one first pre-season game We've got another one coming up against Bristol City Then as you say, a couple of weeks yeah. It starts yeah. um, You know, this time of season For you normally what what are you thinking? I mean, you've you've obviously got the pitch yeah. ready. Yeah. What's so, it about?
5: So we'll get the we'll get the um, two preseason games out of the way. Obviously, like we said little bit touch and go as to what sort of surface we would have had for Swansea and uh, Bristol City but we're happy with where we are so we've got a surface to play on then get those two games out of the way and then we start preparing it for what the manager wants ready for Barnsley so we'll start thinning it out we've got a machine called a quadriplay which has got like spring tines brushes on it and that'll help thin out the grass stand it all up but we can sort of attack it a bit uh, after after Bristol City, we'll get another machine in to uh, sort of do like a heavy verticut, which will pull out dead matter, any like um, lateral growth, which will help to speed it up and get it to where we want it, ready for Barnsley. Attack it! I Attack quite like it. that. A bit like these seagulls out yeah, there at the moment—they're yeah, yeah, attacking they're that. Sorting <laughs> our bugs and uh, stuff like that out, and just generally sitting down in a bit of water because the sprinklers have just gone round. Right, yeah. They're having a little cool down.
2: I, I could probably do with that. Yeah. To be honest, I can't even imagine what you guys are like. Yeah. But just, I'll give you a little bit of info, everybody. As I was waiting for Ralphie here, sat in the Mayflower, he said, "I'll be, I'll be there in a sec. I'm just dunking my head in a bo- <laughs> in a bucket of water." It's been pretty hard for you guys recently.
5: Definitely, definitely, yeah. So it's things like um, we've just finished fertilising the pitches over the training ground, and that's all done by hand. Um, nice. hand fertiliser spinners so that's a, a nice little stroll in two directions putting a granular fat on and then uh, watering it in but yeah nice and warm that is <laughs> well, obviously weather
2: plays a huge part in what you can do and we, we when we spoke before um, it was a, what was it maybe two months into the season or something and it was, it was the game before Bolton when yeah. it absolutely yeah. torrential rained it didn't it down um, And uh, you know, he was saying that weather has a huge impact. A bit of sun is great. You've got the lights when the sun isn't there in the winter. You can't always replicate it. It must be the same when it's so hot and doesn't rain
5: for you guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, very lucky to have what we have. All three pitches are irrigated uh, that the first team use, so we can we can do a lot. But. you get to a point with temperature where it's constantly above 24 25 Mm. degrees and the plant starts to shut down so it becomes almost like in winter where you're really trying to force it so uh, for instance, when the sprinklers go round at midday on, on the stadium pitch to a 12, 1 o'clock, it's more, all they're doing really is cooling the surface down. Oh. You're not particularly watering the plant, um, putting water there because it's evaporating so quickly. So it's just to cool the surface down. Um, we water early in the morning. That's when we're like really giving it a drink. Um, same with training ground. We're limited on the bottom pitch, but we do have traveling sprinklers and that helps, keeps it alive at the moment. Um, Um, But sent to the lads earlier we probably haven't experienced this length of dry Mm -hmm. period for a long time now so yeah it's just doing the best we can. Again I know what the manager wants but (laughs) just trying to provide that all the time boys are coming in late at night watering yeah. everything like that just doing what we can yeah
2: yeah do you ever feel like just standing in the way of the sprinkler though to cool yourself down
5: without a doubt everyone does it the middles are going <laughs> you see the boys yesterday like they're all walking underneath them just like instead of dodging them like you normally do yeah, yeah. Going, yeah i'm going for that one yeah. now but yeah <laughs> a little cool down
2: head first straight yeah, in i, I would actually right. when i was in spain Um, and I've got to say the pictures out there were unbelievable considering the weather I I couldn't get over it but they must go through a heck of a lot of water Um, again one of the sessions that was on I was there just typing some words up for the blog that was going out later that day and suddenly I'm just sprayed by this sprinkler that goes directly into me and, and I was kind of I wasn't quite sure what to think because I was thinking my computer is getting soaked here. But this is so
5: nice. idea ideal. <laughs> I'm yeah, loving
2: I'm it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep it coming. Yeah. Um, just one final one, away from the pitch, I suppose. But, you know, as, as head of venue and facilities here, it's not just the, the pitch yeah. you're looking after. We've, we're looking across at the the brand new seats which are in position. I mentioned the big screen as well. Yeah. I mean, all of this looks pretty tidy at the minute, doesn't it?
5: Yeah, definitely. I think um, I think everyone was really pleased with what we produced over the summer. When standing back, like you can't, you don't get many opportunities to do it. But speaking with Christian and Bill and other people, just stood back in a corner and you look around, and simple things—the nosings on the steps, obviously the yeah. new seating, new flags on the top of the roof, the Plymouth Argyle branding on the mayflower—all these little things. It just—it's looking really smart at the moment and um yeah a lot of stuff coming together and a few more projects obviously to still be completed yet so yeah i think everyone's pretty pleased with what we're looking at at the moment
2: yeah it does it's amazing how you mentioned that yeah the plymouth argyle kind of wording on the top of the mayflower it's amazing how that just lifts the stand again
5: without a doubt just um just little touches aren't they that suddenly make it a bit more professional a bit more aesthetically pleasing all of that nosings on the edge of the steps never thought it would complete the stadium but it just does it looks so much better
2: one thing I would say is putting in the new seats has shown up just how maybe faded the ones before without were at either end. But
5: yeah, without a doubt, but I'm sure there's more to come on yes. what we'll be we doing with that exactly. so for yeah. another time, I'm guessing. Exactly,
2: absolutely, yeah, we'll come back. Yeah. Uh, well, Ralphie, thanks a lot. I might join some of those seagulls in the, in the water bed, as you say, because I've got a bit of a sweat on. But they're on the pitch, so I might not be allowed.
5: Oh, of course, mate, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) unless you're going out there with a fork, Uh, yeah, no, no, definitely not.
2: (laughs) Thanks a lot, Chris, cheers. Well, there you go. Uh, A little match day roundup, I suppose, for the Argyle podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, There's plenty of other ones to listen back to and enjoy in our catalogue. So if you've missed any of them, you can find them all on our website. That's pafc.co.uk. Just search for the Argyle podcast in the Argyle TV tab. Or you can find us on any of your usual platform providers. Just search for the Argyle podcast. Give us a like when you find us. Subscribe to us as well and you'll get notified every time this
0: is This is the Argyle Podcast.
1: The official podcast of Plymouth Argyle Football Club.